Hey, hey, welcome to the Seven Figure Photography Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff advice, to finally get your ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your photography knowledge, skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I am your fast-talking, zero BS host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. Three years ago, I was burned out AF, photographing sessions every evening, editing every weekend, and missing my young kids at home. After two decades in the photography industry, I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge with others, and my life and my business have never been the same. Over the past few years, I've helped hundreds of photographers create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, and workshops with wild results. I've helped students have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 launches in just 90 days or less, having never coached or mentored before, without needing a huge audience, without needing to dance on TikTok and Reels. And I've helped those photographers be able to scale to six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I'll be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to become a million dollar photography coach so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, I am really pumped about today's episode because I want to share a little story with you guys on something that I did yesterday that is the scariest thing I've ever done, <laughs> literally ever done. So yesterday, I signed the papers on a $1.125 million piece of land. <laughs> Doesn't have a house on it. <laughs> it's literally a plot of dirt. And we are going to build our dream home. And all of this came out of nowhere. And so I want to share this with you because for those of you that have listened to my podcast before, you know I had so many money mindset issues and roadblocks and whatnot growing up. And it's taken me many, many, many years of work to, you know, overcome those. And I, I still work on them every day, obviously, but I want to share this with you to inspire. So if you had told me 13 years ago when I was bartending until 3 a.m. every night to pay rent and then doing photography every day, I would have laughed in your face if you had told me that I'd be buying a $1.125 million piece of land yesterday. Like, I would have been like, <laughs> I think you have the wrong Jenny, but that's cute. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I I bartended for over 10 years at all sorts of different places. <laughs> some were good, some were not great. I mean, I was the jello shot girl, for Pete's sake, at a club. I worked nights and days and weekends and around the clock. And I would, you know, bartend till 3 a.m. I was working in South Carolina at one point. I'd bartend until 3 a.m. Actually, it was 4 a.m. because they closed really late. And then my friends and I would go get breakfast and then we would go to bed. And then I would wake up a few hours later and I would go into work and I would photograph a wedding and then, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. And it was exhausting and I burned out more than once. And I just kept going because I didn't see another path. If you had told me even 10 years ago when I moved my photography business from Vermont to Colorado and I literally started over from scratch building a business with zero clients. We didn't know anyone in Colorado when we moved here. We had no friends. We had no family. We had no connections whatsoever. So I literally had to start my business all over again. That was scary AF. And I gave myself just a few months. I was like, I'm going to work my ass off. And if I can't make this work, I'll go back to bartending. But I really didn't want to go back to bartending. And so 
I made it work. I made my photography studio work and my business work and it worked. But, you know, I was still pulling in just over six figures. So it's not like it wasn't money, but it wasn't enough money to buy a million dollar property. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, if you had told me even just three years ago when I was burned out AF doing photography every day and just feeling so guilty as a mom and a wife and a business owner, I felt like I was doing everything half-assed. All I wanted to do was spend more time with my kids and work less, but I kept taking on every single session and every single booking because I knew that we depended on my income as well. And so I just kept going and going and going. And to know that I was able to pivot into education, I've since retired from photography. It's been just over two and a half years now. And I work four-day work weeks. I spend more time than ever with my kids. (laughs) And To be able to say, and I posted this on Instagram, but to be able to show people that this is possible, right? It doesn't matter how you grew up or, you know, whether you grew up rich or poor or if you bartended until 3 a.m. to pay the rent. It doesn't matter. If you believe that you have something to share with others and you fully, you, you do it out of that passion to share your knowledge and your skills and your experience, first and foremost, the money always follows. And I still wake up every day being like, pinch me. Is this really my career? Do I really get to work with all of these incredible photographers all over the world? We have clients from all over the world inside of my programs where I get to show them how to do exactly what I did. I get to hand them my proven roadmap, my blueprint, right? I get to show them exactly how to create a program, how to market the program, how to get it in front of photographers that don't even know you, how to convert those cold leads into paying clients, right? How to price your offer, what to say, where to say it, you know, where it lives, all of those pieces that hold so many people back from creating the program. I get to teach that every single day. And I could talk about it in my sleep because I've been doing it for so long and I did it all the wrong ways. I made all the mistakes so you guys don't have to, and I can help you fast track your success. But I'm sharing this story because, I mean, I grew up poor. I grew up in Vermont in the woods on 70 acres where we ran around and my mom worked a million jobs and single mom and it, you know, we we didn't take vacations. We didn't have a fancy car. We had a freaking minivan, <laughs> which nothing against minivans, but like, you know, I, I if you had just told me back then, even little Jenny, you're going to be sitting at a table signing a document or multiple documents, obviously, <laughs> where you're buying a $1.125 million piece of property and you're about to build your dream home. It's insane to me. And so I want to tell you, I want to be really transparent and vulnerable about how this all transpired. And so, again, I'm sharing this to hopefully inspire you and to let you know that if I can do this, anyone can freaking do this. So here's what happened. We bought our house in Colorado, uh, I guess it was 10 years ago, and it was, you know, stuck in the 90s. It was all blonde wood. It was all carpeted, and the people before us didn't take great care of it. But we were young. Miles was just one, I guess, at the time. And We didn't have the money at that time to be able to renovate it. And so we lived in it the way it is for a long time. Willa came along, you know, you have more kids, you've got dogs, like life just gets away from you, right? And so we lived in this house for so long. And finally, I remember looking at Mark being like, we either have to move or we have to renovate. Like, this is enough. Enough's enough. The countertops are falling off. And like, it was just the house was falling down. (laughs) Not, Not really, but it needed a massive makeover. So Two years ago, or maybe a year and a half ago, we completely renovated this house thinking, okay, we want to stay where we are. We've got beautiful views of the Rockies and we have property and we have 
two horse farmers on either side of us, and it's just beautiful. Like, where we live is absolutely gorgeous. We've got plenty of space for the kids, and it's awesome. But the house needed some love. And so we renovated it down to the bones. We completely stripped the house. We moved walls. We did an open floor plan. We put in all wood floors, all new everything. New bathroom, new kitchen, new bedrooms, new floorings, new windows, new roof, new everything. It's a brand new house. So we took it from the 90s to like modern minimalist, I guess you could say. And it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And so we moved out for six months. We moved back in and we've been in the house for a year and a half now. And not too long ago, in true Jenny fashion, I turned to Mark and I was like, you know, I think we should move. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? We just renovated this whole place, Jenny. And I was like, I know, but wouldn't it be nice if we had like a little bit more space and a little bit more, a better layout, right? Like maybe a little bit more separation, more space for the kids. Like we don't have a proper playroom or rec room or whatever you call it. So in true Jenny fashion, I started looking, I'm always looking on Zillow, if we're being honest. I love real estate. And so started looking on Zillow for our town and I found a couple, but they were huge. They were huge, huge, way too big for us. And I, I still went and saw them. We actually made an offer on one of them because I was like, well, we can make this work. We'll just keep doors shut. We don't need those rooms. But the reality is those houses needed to be renovated too because they were also stuck in the 90s. So now not only are we buying a house that's twice as large as the one we live in, but we'd have to renovate it all over again. So we decided not to do that. We put in an offer and it didn't work out, and that's okay. I wasn't married to that house. And then we saw another house, and that was just totally not the right fit for us at all. And then we were dropping Miles off at his friend's house, and we were driving through the neighborhood, and I remember seeing a sign that the last lot in this little community was for sale. And I remember thinking, like, oh, God, building a house, that sounds terrible. And I came home and I told Mark and I was like, you know what? I think our options are this. We either stay where we are in this house, but when the kids are in high school, it's it's going to be tight. Like It's going to be really tight. Or we buy one of these gigantic homes that needs to be renovated down to the studs and we go through that again. But that house isn't really the right layout. It's not the location we wanted. It's also, you know, we got to renovate the whole damn thing. Or what do you think about this? <laughs> we buy this piece of land and then we build on it. And Mark was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jenny? But in true Jenny and Mark fashion, he knows that if I have my mindset on something, I'm going to make it happen. And so I started manifesting it. And for those that aren't wooey, bear with me because I was never wooey either. But now I truly believe in the power of your thoughts, right? So I started thinking, wouldn't it be cool if I could pull this off? Wouldn't it be cool if we could build our own home? Then it can look exactly how we want. It's the look, I mean, two things you can't change are location and views, right? Like this plot of land has those things. It's in the neighborhood where we have friends already. Our kids could bike to their friends' houses. Where we live now, they could not. So all of the things started to feel like it might be doable, but financially, that's a huge investment just for a piece of land. doesn't even have a house on it yet. Like, oh my gosh. And the prices in Colorado to build right now with the interest rates the way they are, like all the odds are against us, right? Like this doesn't make sense. But something kept telling me to try right? Like you don't know until you try. So I worked through this with my coach over and over and over. And I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, what if we become house poor? And she's like, you're letting your old thoughts sneak in. Future Jenny will thank you for this, she said. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) She's like, just think about it. In, you know, nowadays they're telling us it's going to take two years to build a house. So she's like, in two years, when you're sitting in your home and you're looking out the window and the kids are swimming in the pool and they've got their friends over and you're drinking a cocktail by the pool or whatever you're doing, you're going to high five yourself and be like, I am so glad 
that two years ago, Jenny was brave enough to do this, right? Because, and here's the thing, you will always be richer tomorrow. Like you will always continue to make money. You will always, if you have your mind set up and if you have a program that is set up in the way that mine is where we are able to get applications every day and we are able to enroll incredible students every single week and we are able to help them and therefore my business is constantly scaling. So just like any other business, there's always ups and downs as you like try new things and try new offers and that sort of stuff. But the reality is two years from now, Jenny is going to thank the shit out of this Jenny for being brave enough to try this. And so as scary as this is, as scary as it was yesterday signing the papers for those that saw my Instagram story, I legit was like pitting out, sitting at this boardroom table, signing these papers, being like, what the fuck are we doing? But I'm also so excited. And I relate it to that feeling where you're like nervous excitement. My coach says this, but lean back learning energy. Like I've never done this. I don't know what the hell I'm getting myself into, but I love design. I love real estate. I love the idea of doing this for our children. And that's what it came down to. Mark and I sat down and we had lots of talks about this, being like, can we really do this? Are we stupid? Like, what the hell are we doing? But in the end, it all came down to everything we do in life is for our kids, honestly. And so will this move be better for them? And how, right? We're moving closer to town. They'll be in the same community as quite a few of their friends. They can bike to school and to their friends' houses and to downtown and to the park and They'll have more space in the house. The layout would be different. I'm finally going to get an office, which I'm so excited about because right now I work from the kitchen counter. And there's just so many perks. There's so many things that will be better for our children. And the truth of the matter is real estate, at least in this area, keeps going up. No matter what the economy is doing, it's up, 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 up. So after high school, if we decide to move or downsize or whatever, after they go to college, we're going to make our money back multiple times over. I know we will. That's just the way it works. And so in the end, it came down to, on paper, is this a smart move because the interest rates and whatnot right now? Probably not, you know, but on the other hand, and my dad, my dad was a builder for a long time in Jersey and my brother's a builder. And I reached out to my dad and I was like, I think we're doing something really crazy. And he's like, Jen, when your mom and I bought our first house, the interest rates were in the 20%. And I was like, what? That's insane. That's like a credit card dad. And he's like, I know. But when you want something badly enough and you do it for your children and you put your mind to it, you'll find a way to make it work. And trust me, we never, ever, ever regretted that decision. And it always got better from there. And I was like, oh, that's so true. And we're not even talking about 20% interest rate right now. We're talking about 8.5, which is not great by any means. But if this is something that we truly want for our children, we will find a way to make this work. So I share this story with you in full vulnerability and transparency because I want you to know that even those big dreams that scare you to death and make you pit out at the boardroom table (laughs) and make you think that you're crazy to say out loud, surround yourself with people that believe in you. Surround yourself with people that know that you can do this because the narrative changes and all of a sudden your confidence changes and all of a sudden you start to be able to manifest these things and you're like, shit, I'm not doing something crazy. I'm doing something really smart. And it's something that's going to benefit my family, my children, my future, our futures. And it's what we're going to do. And you don't know until you try, right? So I hope that that was helpful and inspiring in some way, shape or form. 
And as always, reach out to me on Instagram in the DMs. If you ever have anything or an episode idea that you want to have me cover or you have questions about business or whatnot, I would love to chat with you. So it's at Jenny Maroney. And if you haven't already subscribed to the show, please go and do that. If you feel compelled to do so, I would love a five-star review. Make sure you download the episodes so you don't ever miss one. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. My mission is to help as many badass photographers just like yourself. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, come hang out with me over there at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.